been a busy week, man, at Spark Your Success Podcast and uh, Spark Your Resume. Um, a lot of things have been done, a lot of things accomplished. Very, very excited about the new website. Um, go check us out, www.sparkyourresume.com. Check out the new stuff we got going on there. Um, leave some feedback. Comment, like, share to the podcast. Um, today, man, we're going to touch on work-life balance um, and what that really entails. Uh, what does that actually mean? What does that really look like? How can we, you know, create a schedule that's that best suits, you know, our lifestyle? Uh, I think it's very, very important to have a balance. Um, and we'll kind of touch on that a little bit on why that's a little bit on why it's important to have a balance between work and life. I do feel as though work shouldn't consume, you know, the 24 hours um, of your day. However, um, sometimes it can get like that. So how do we revert back to obtaining that balance is very, very critical. Um, I think that's what we're going to touch on a little bit today, man. Let me get Terry in live um, and we'll get it kicking off. Are you a job seeker or professional looking to take their career to the next level? Spark Your Resume is an online resume writing and career advancement services company here for you. Spark Your Resume specializes in resume enhancement, LinkedIn profile development, interview coaching, and career consulting. They help professionals from undergrad students to the executive level. They have helped over 120 clients land interviews and jobs at companies such as Apple, Facebook, Fiserv, Wells Fargo, PwC, Emory Healthcare, and more. They offer their number one seller to spark your career package, which includes a resume enhancement, LinkedIn profile development, personalized cover letter, messaging template, so you get an introduction email template, cover letter template, and thank you letter template, along with a 45-minute tutorial on how to navigate LinkedIn effectively. You can also download their free interview guide at www sparkyourresume.com forward slash interview dash guide. Visit their website at www.sparkyourresume.com to learn more about the company, services, and pricing. Spark Your Resume, helping real people obtain real results. Mastermind Terry. There we go. Hey, man, how's everything going? What's good, bro? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Can't how's complain. Your how's, how's your week been treating you? I just asked you the same thing. <laughs> oh, you just, oh, sorry about that. No, nah, no, nah, you good, sure bro. everything's How good, you, man. Are we can see you today? Yeah. Can you see me today? Yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, I can see you good now. Yeah. yeah okay. Now that we uh problems are finally out the way. But, yeah, I've been pretty good, man. It's been a solid week. You know, just trying to stay on top of things, stay on top of myself, you know, maintaining that balance, you know, yeah, with, with work um, and myself. So how about you, man? Man, you know, man, it's been, a, I ain't gonna lie, it's been a rough week, bro. Um, yeah. But got a lot of things done, though. So uh, I'm pretty tired, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's, I think it's okay to be tired, you know? Yep. Got back in the gym a little bit this week, a little body, got the body a little sore. Uh, my sparky resume, we got things going, coming together. Adobe's going well. They got me busy, bro. Oh, my God, they got me busy. <laughs> they got you busy. Bro, they got me working, bro. Oh, man. 
Yeah. I guess it's crunch time right about around this time for them, right? Or Yeah, bro, we ramping up, bro. We just hit, you know, everybody in Q4 now. So. Yeah, I was about to say, I think everybody's probably that and then preparing for those reports, the, just the whole nine. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting, man. So, like, oh. with you just working at Adobe, you know, giving you all the time that they, that they need you to be on these projects, you know, yeah. having Spark Your Resume, trying to work on Spark Your Resume, and then the podcast, how, how do you maintain all that? You know, like, man, um, it's tough, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah. But I think just maintaining, bro, like keeping that schedule and knowing what's important, right? So, mm -hmm. um, I have a pretty detailed schedule, uh, pretty pretty detailed layout of my day. So I have my I have my schedule at Adobe. I got my schedule for Sparky Resume, and you know we got our schedule for the podcast um, yeah. episodes that we run every week. So. Uh, just really managing everything, bro. Trying to get you know marketing done for Spark Your Resume, and then mm -hmm. trying to run the podcast, and then stripping audio. So like you need help too. Um, but I think, man, just knowing what important, knowing knowing what's important to you, knowing what's mm -hmm. value, and then knowing what you got to get done the next day to keep yeah. um, pushing things forward is very, 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 very critical. Mm -hmm. But then also when it comes to not just work, is work life balance. Um, yeah, you want to know what you know what makes you feel good right so mm -hmm. the gym is like my my sanity place so i get it i get away from the world when i'm in the gym bro you know I yeah, got my same, on. listen it's a lot music. more than what people realize it's not just you lifting weights you know it's, it's oh, a place no. to get away oh, in yeah, a sense place. like really taking in those lifelong lessons being in the weight room you know oh yeah oh yeah it's most definitely um uh a getaway for me yeah. every day that's like my that's like my peace where I can just, you know, I got my, my music going, our podcast running, getting my workout in, um, making my body feel good, you know, getting outside, getting that energy, right? Yeah. That, that sweat equity, bro, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, uh, man, you That's gotta, the same you gotta with me, man. Good. I would say, like, definitely one of the new things that I implemented within my routine is just running. You know, I used to bro. hate running. Bro, but now I that I now. started, you know, I remember when you used to burn me out when we used to go out. Run around downtown Atlanta, you know, right around the yep. school. I was like, man, how in the world is he doing this right now? Bro. I'm over here gasping for my last breath. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. But yeah, just bro. took it on because I realized it's not even just about the physicality part. But you do go to this place where it's like, and I don't know, it's just an island to yourself, you know? Nah, facts, bro. I love running, bro. It's, it's very therapeutic, bro. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm on top of the world when I run it like Stone Mountain, bro. Great run, bro. Great run. Um, but yeah, man, I think, and honestly, bro, to your point, um, I know you got a comment. I don't even believe in work-life balance. Um, mm -hmm. I just think it's a way to balance your priorities. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Like, because, bro, life is unpredictable. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you could be good one day, something go wrong the next day. Like, there, you got to be able to adjust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that um, having a work-life balance, I think really what that means to me, bro, is just being able to prioritize what I value in work and what mm -hmm. I value in life. And then yeah. marrying those uh, two. Yeah, that makes total sense. Where, yeah, marrying those two to where they balance out each other. Where I'm putting you know, the same amount of effort I am into life that I'm putting into work mm -hmm. and vice versa, right? So 
if I want to do, if I'm interested or I value fitness, I value reading, I value yoga, I value uh, meditation, right? Mm -hmm. Let me put the same amount of hours into my mental stability or my personal regimen that I do every day that I put into my work hours at work, which is most likely an eight hour day for Adobe and yeah. four hours for Spark Your Resume, right? So mm -hmm. that's 12 hours right there, right? So am I doing the same amount, of, am I putting the same amount of time into my personal development or my, you know, personal well-being um, to have that equal balance because they're both important. And I honestly think life is most definitely more important than work because without a healthy lifestyle, bro, it's going to affect your work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the rule. be as efficient on the job or completing tasks when you're tired, you're, you're, you're stressed, right? You're, you're anxious, you know, yeah. you got high blood pressure. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's not going to work or you might not be, you know, you might not be as efficient as you want to be um, because you're not pouring into yourself, right? You're not, mm -hmm. you're not nurturing your, your, your body enough to yeah. where it can sustain a full day of work. So I think not the work-life balance. I really don't believe in having that because you don't know what things, how things are going to go. You might get a different mm -hmm. project today. A different project next week, right? Or just so, an emergency, you know, emergency situation, you know, whatever exactly. the case may be. Always exactly. keeping you on your toes. Exactly. But and you make a very good point on that, man. Like, yeah, and you don't want to, you want to be able to balance those priorities and, and, and kind of be real with yourself on that. If you try to seek this, this world of, you know, work-life balance, thinking that it's, you know, it's a thing, it can be, but the, the, the chances are that, Life is, like you said, it's going to throw its, its whatever at you. And you have to be ready for it. You have to be ready to adjust and kind of like shift the paradigm on what these problems mean to you, you know, for, for, that, for that peace that you want in life, you know? No, it's all facts, man. Um, I think people just got to understand that, man, you if you don't have your life together, bro, it's not your work not going to be together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so home. And I think it should really be life-work balance, if anything. You know what I'm saying? Rather yeah, than work-life yeah. balance. I know we prioritize work a lot, but I think it should be vice versa, bro, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, man, you're you're a person, right? And mm -hmm. your life matters. And I mean, yeah, we, we work to, you know, make sure we, we can provide, you know, sustainable income for our families mm -hmm. um, and things of that nature, right? It's very, very important. Don't get it twisted. But at the same time, man, if you're not healthy, you can't work. Mm -hmm. It don't matter how much money you like. You ain't gonna make money if you dead, right? Yeah. You know. So, I think that just goes into the, you know, the importance of being healthy and balancing the, your personal well being because it mm -hmm. most definitely translate over into your daily, your daily work duties um, and yes. how efficient you are throughout that process. Yeah. I, now you made a, a point point earlier talking about like. Why is it important to, you know, maintain yourself, not necessarily work-life balance, but getting your life organized to a point where you're able to take and roll with the punches, you know? Yeah. Was there any particular time, you know, over the course of your time where you kind of experienced this and, you know, really had to make some make some adjustments or the case maybe? Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's always, you know, things always hit me, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You get punched from the left, punched from the right, uppercut, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you got you got mega things thrown at you, right? But I like it comes down to what's what's important, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I can't I can't take on everything, right? I can't just like with clients or like business, bro, you can't or life, you can't help everybody. Yeah. You just can't. It's 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 seven point 
what, billion, trillion people in the world? I don't know, billion people in the world, 7.4 billion, I think. Whatever yeah. that number is. And growing. Right, and growing. I'm and one growing. person. You know what I'm saying? So I can't touch everybody, right? Um, and I think it I think it's the same thing, bro, when it comes to handling your art, identifying what's important, what's a priority, right? Everything yeah. can't be a priority because then nothing is a priority. At you all. See what I'm saying? So you gotta really uh hone in on like I think more of your core values and what you believe in and what you feel is valuable to you, right? To mm -hmm. understand what you need to prioritize in life, bro. And when that, when those punches do hit you, you know what I'm saying? Which ones do you jive? Not jive. Which one do you dodge and which ones do you take on? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because some of them I just gotta miss. You know what I'm saying? I gotta I gotta get it out. I gotta get out the way. Yeah. I don't, I don't need that right now. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not I can't I can't handle that capacity to take on that, to take on that, to take on that punch right now. But mm -hmm. the ones that I can, you know, um, I can fight with, I can tussle with. I'll take on, right? Mm -hmm. And that means it's a priority for me. Um, it's something I need to handle to move forward, right? Yeah. Because that's another thing about, like, leadership, bro. Like, le good thing about leaders, bro, they, they tackle problems quickly and efficiently, mm -hmm. right? They don't let them linger because that one problem, it's not, it's not going to only be one time, right? Mm -hmm. They understand, okay, this might be a quick fix now, but it's going to be a problem eventually later. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because it might, yeah, like, like I said, it might be a quick fix, but that problem's gonna reoccur. So you gotta mm -hmm. think about, okay, how can I fix it right now to, um, I guess, disseminate that problem at the moment, but how can we fix this for a long-term greater good? Yeah. And it's the same thing when it comes to like work-life balance, where you gotta figure out what's important, right? What's not important. And if things are thrown at you, okay, they might be thrown at you right now. How can I fix it right now, right? Mm -hmm. How can I tackle this challenge right now? But what can I do for the, for the, for the greater good of this challenge? Because I know it's gonna come back. Yeah, you know, and that's that's um, you have to move like that. You have to move efficient like that. This, you know, whether it be a mistake, a problem that comes, you know, learn from it, but also oh, yeah. realize how can you prevent it in the future. You know, oh, yeah. how can you save more time, be more efficient with some of the things you got going, and how can you adjust for it? That's 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 the that's the big thing, you know, out of all of this. Oh yeah, oh yeah, bro. Um, and I think. I kind of want to ask. I want to. I want to ask you, bro. Like, what? What do you believe? Like, you know, what do you believe work-life balance is? How have you managed? You know, um, your your personal well-being and why is that so important to you, bro? Because I mean, yeah. I know you're you're very you know very fit guy. You know what I'm saying? To where you take the time to get up in the morning, go run, right? That, yeah. That's important to you, right? It's one of your priorities. So. I kind of want you to touch on, like, why is it a priority and how has that priority helped you in your work? Yeah, sure, man. I say it kind of came with time, man, because, you know, especially during around the time of my freshman year, I really had to get it together in terms of, like, getting my time management right, prioritizing what's, what, what's important, what do I need to knock out, what can I save for another time, you know? I had a, I had a terrible balance, you know, with things that I had going on in life. And eventually, at some point in time, I had to turn around and start really educating myself, going from within and figuring out how can I bring more balance to myself? Because as I start to move up, I'm starting to, be, um, to take more responsibility for certain things that I do, taking on more leadership roles for different things that I'm a part of. How can I account for all of that? And how can I manage all of that? You know, so like you said, um, eventually, at some point in time, I realized, you know, there's there's not necessarily a work-life balance, but there's just balance. Right. right. It's just balance. Balance of life. <laughs> yeah, balance of life. And you got to figure out how to keep 
that meter steady, you know? Mm, and eventually yeah. at some point in time, you know, if, if it, now I got to a point where, and I'm still working on that. I'm still working oh, on, you course. know, getting my, that's a lifelong thing, getting your time management, yeah. keeping the balance. It's, it's a lifelong thing that you got to do. But if you're intentional, you get better at it at a faster rate. So now it's like when I wake up in the morning, I already know that, th that this time, this morning time is to myself to get my day going. Then the afternoon, you know, I'm working on what I need to work on. And then night, start to go ahead and unwind. That stuff takes time. And, you know, you have to start really looking within and figuring out what, as you take on more tasks, how can you prioritize and make sure you stay on top of it? So, you know, that would, I would say is the thing, just balance, not necessarily work-life balance, but just balance in general, because it's all life. Man. All a part of life. Master monetary, man. Back at it again. <laughs> <laughs> With the gems, y'all, yeah, man. Y'all better be taking some notes, man. man. Nah, man, let's switch into this new segment where we talk about, you know, when we face stressful times, uh, what does that mean? How do we handle the adversity, man? Um, yeah. So I think that handling adversity um, is very tough for a, a lot of people. Yeah. Right? Um, we all face it, right? Nobody is, you know... Uh, no, like you really can't avoid it honestly yeah. like everybody goes through it um it's something that's really you know unavoidable uh <laughs> however it's ways to manage it right yeah and absolutely. especially with work-life balance bro uh y'all should do a follower q a segment next hey man <laughs> you might just do that <laughs> but not nah, like i feel like adversity bro is just something that a lot of people struggle with and i think it's only because i think it comes with a negative connotation um yeah. but i think one thing I've been working on, bro, is just turning negative connotations to a positive connotation, right? So, like, yeah. when, I, when I hear adversity, bro, I just feel like it's a challenge now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To the point where I can handle it. You know what I'm saying? We now, now we gotta find a, we gotta find a way to tackle that challenge, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's always a solution. And I was talking to one of my boys today, bro, to kind of get off topic, and he called me about a situation he had going on, and I was like, bro, it's always a thousand problems. But it be one solution. And folks are always focused on the problem rather than yeah. the solution. We know you already you already identified the problems here. You know what I'm saying? People mm -hmm. already identified multiple problems. So what are we gonna do to move forward? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. What are we gonna do to create a sustainable income for our families? What are we gonna do to manage our work-life balance? What are we gonna do to be great? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we gonna do to change? Because I can't, I can't change what I did yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. I don't care how many machines are built. We don't have a time machine yet, folks. You cannot go back to yesterday. Yesterday is over with. So when I think about the past, the only thing I can do is reflect. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's all I want to talk about the past for us to reflect. Okay, based on this situation we did in 2018, how can we not make that happen again? Right? What can we do better? in 2020 to where we're, we're at, we're reaching a higher level. And key right? thing, don't hang on it. Don't, don't Max, keep, don't, don't keep a hold on it. You cannot don't keep a hold on it. Learn from it and keep going. Exactly, bro. Hey man, we don't lose. We learn just like that. that. Just like that. Just, just like, like that, that. man. I, nah, bro, I think, um, when it comes to, when it comes to adversity, man, I think it's a lot of, a lot of people struggle with that because it is a negative connotation. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wanted you to kind of give your piece on how can people, you know, avoid that, that burnout, right? Yeah, sure, man. I mean, 
work-life balance is it, it it can be stressful you know trying yeah. to manage both um and like you said you got to keep that meter balanced right yeah so how I would say man really keep that meter balance and when I, adversity does hit right do you have any yeah. tips or advice on how they can you know tackle that adversity and not think of it so in a negative way yeah yeah so i would say um i would say change your victim mindset at least that's what I had when I was younger. Like my freshman year, like I said, my freshman year was kind of like my wake up call, real wake up call. And I had this mindset where it's like all these problems, you know, are coming at me. I really can't do nothing about it or I'm just tired of it. But like I told you, I kind of saw the big picture on what I accomplished. And I realized, you know, just educating myself and taking time to myself, it, it's nothing worth having comes easy. easy. And that's one of the models that I live by. Nothing worth having comes easy when I face some type of adversity. You know, all adversity is is a learning lesson. You know, a, a stepping stone to sharpen your razor. That's all adversity is. And the, and the more that you move up, the tougher it may get. But yeah. you're there in that situation for a reason. You're, 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 you're there to handle it, to make you better than you were yesterday or to put you in the position you see yourself in. If I want to be a business owner, right, a successful business owner, that's not going to come easy. It's going to it's going to be it's going to be a lot of problems, you know. Not only with myself, but the external environment because things just life just plays its little cards and puts you in positions that you never thought you'd be in, but you have to go in there because that's what's going to help you get better, you know. I when I was younger, like around middle school, I did online school. Um, I did yeah, I did online school, and I and it made me just hate computers, just hate technology, right? It's so funny now nowadays I'm. I'm actually learning how to do this. The other, earlier this year, when quarantine started, I literally took time to take myself to learn how to code. You know, SQL, Python, the whole nine. So I was just sitting here, man, like, life plays this game. And that was a part of adversity. You know, if I want to move up, I have to, I just have to roll with the punches, get better, learn from whatever mistakes that I have, and, you know, keep pushing, but don't, you know, dwell on it at all. Hey, man, you hit us the top. Some good points, man. Mastermind Terry again, dropping gems, man. <laughs> You're 20 minutes in, man. That's what's up, bro. Um, yeah, man. I got one little follow-up, bro. So, like, I think what are some steps people can take to get back on track, though, when that adversity does hit? So, like, like, like I said, when it hits hard? In, huh? Like when it hits hard, you just yeah. Like yeah, when it hits hard, because I really don't believe in work-life balance, like I mentioned earlier, right? Because yeah. things happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you do, you're able to manage or balance work and life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's a balance in, but I don't think it's a work-life balance. I don't believe in the term work-life balance because you never know work. You know what I'm saying? Because work can be ninety percent this week, and life could be ten. Right. Mm -hmm. But how do you get back into that, that medium or to fulfill both needs? Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's very, very important because one week, bro, you might just be, you might got to take, you know what I'm saying? You might only be able to get 30 minutes of a workout in because you got mm -hmm. so many mm -hmm. projects to do for work. Right. But don't let that week determine your whole year. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because it's ways to, okay, flex the work-life balance based on things happening in your life. Mm -hmm. But don't lose hindsight of your ultimate goal, right? Yeah. Retaining that balance between both. Mm -hmm. So I think I wanted to ask you, like, what are some steps you take necessarily 
when, you know, maybe life is 90% and um, work is maybe 10 or vice versa. Yeah. Right? So where you might have 10, 13 projects to do this week and you can only hit the gym two times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Um, so one of the things that I had to learn for me personally to like kind of rock all this is just we talk about priorities, right? And one of those priorities that really just starts to wave in my attention is just taking time to myself, you yeah. know? I may have to handle my work, but at the same time, the time that I do have to myself, I'm really sitting and reflecting, I'm resting. If, say the gym, you know, if the gym is not helping me out, get away or just kind of help me mellow out, I would take time to just really just observe myself. You know, what's, what's stressing me out? Why is it stressing me out? And EQ. really Yeah, man. And, and I'm a big advocate for journaling, big advocate for journaling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so after times, I would literally take a journal and write it down and just, really, and just write out my process. Because sometimes you're not always going to be able to vent to people, right? But yeah. journey, journaling gives you this ability to really just look at your thoughts, look at your problems, you know, eye to eye, and figure out what's causing you stress and, how, and then creating something, a game plan on how you can, like, help yourself. How can you alleviate that stress? You know what I'm saying? Whether it's talking to your manager you know, you just come up with the idea of talking to your manager or taking time to, let's just say, go to your favorite restaurant, eat some food, or just simply getting some sleep. You, all this stuff starts to map out. So you really just have to step back from the, from the picture and just realize and look around what's causing you stress, what, what's going right, what's going wrong, and then, you know, make your approach after that. So yeah. big, biggest thing is to take time yourself. How about yourself, though? Yeah, bro, I think one thing you hit on I want to kind of touch on is reflection, right? Mm -hmm. uh, taking that time to be observant. And I was talking to my homie today, bro. I was like, you got two ears, one mouth, bro. Mm -hmm. And I think I used to be the type that really just want to talk all the time. Yeah. And I was like, man, let me, let me, let me observe. See what the room is telling me, right? Before mm -hmm. I try to dive in or say what I want to say. It's not that important, mm -hmm. right? Let me let me feel people out without saying anything. Let me feel the synergy in the room. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to allow me to approach different situations and kind of, I guess, compare my, not compare, but um, I think approach people in the way they want to be approached mm -hmm. to where it will be successful on my end because I've, I've taken the time to realize their pain points, their needs, and their wants. You see what I'm saying? And I think that's the same thing people have to do with themselves, right? Just like you observe other people, just like you said, observe yourself. How are you feeling right now? You know what I'm saying? Does this, am I, am I still meeting my, my quotas for the quarter? Shoot, give yourself, you know, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. Yeah. Like, met, break it, that's three month targets, like I mentioned before, to get to that one year target, right? Break it down yeah. into small chunks to where you're doing, you're hitting milestones every week to reach those. <laughs> three month targets, right? Um, each quarter. So I think the reflection aspect um, is very, very critical when it comes to work life balance and sustaining that, you know, that equal, that equal balance between work and life. Um, because I think without, without knowing what you want out of that, mm -hmm. you're just doing it for the hell of it. Um, yeah. You're not doing it because you're really serious, right? Mm -hmm. And it's very, yeah. very important to have, bro, because it's That's easy very important to, to pin out. When oh yeah, like it's, it's easy to get stressed, man. It's easy to it's easy to lose high, lose hindsight on you know what how much energy should be towards work, how much energy should be towards life, and if I'm maintaining that balance or not. Um, mm -hmm. 
And I think that's one thing people have to realize and really understand the importance of having that balance really translates into your overall life. Yeah. Your health, your well-being, your mental stability, your work ethic, all of that, bro. It it all it all correlates, you know. Um, yeah. That's why it's so important. That's why you hear people talk about it a lot. Mm, yeah, that's 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 big, man. So, like, you know, what is talking about just work-life balance, balance, managing stress, whatever the case may be. Do you have any habits, you know, that really help help you kind of stay on track or you know, bettering yourself? Yeah, bro. I'm actually I'm actually building habits right now. Like. Mm -hmm. I've gotten rid of a lot of old habits, right, to, to bring some new ones in. So I'm honestly still practicing, um, trying to get up at 6.37 in the morning every day, you know, trying to maybe cut, go to sleep by 11, 12, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes that doesn't work. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes it does, you know. Yeah. But that's where you get, you know, like I said, I don't believe in work-life balance because, so, you know what I'm saying, I might have that, that time where – I just have to get this project done, right? To where I might have to go to sleep at 2 a.m., but do I still wake up at 6.30? And that's yeah. exact, That's a prime example of why I don't believe in work-life balance because things happen, bro. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Day in and day out. It's about your mindset and your goals. That's your work-life balance more than anything because you can always restructure your week. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, Preach I that. say Monday... Oh, I'm on. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get all this work done. And then Tuesday, I can have a personal day. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Because I might have, like I said, I might have 10 projects to do this week. But maybe next week, after I get the 10 projects done, I can back, I can refocus on my mental mm -hmm. stability, get back into my yoga, my meditation. But I think pouring into yourself daily is key. Even if it's 10 minutes, right? 10 minutes out of your day won't hurt to do mm -hmm. something for, per for personal development. Yeah. regardless of how work is treating you, right? Because that's important. But what I'm saying is it might not be equal because that, that one day might be 90% work, 10% personal, right? Because you only had 10 minutes to do personal development. Mm -hmm. That makes yeah. sense? Yeah. Are you a job seeker or professional looking to take their career to the next level? Spark Your Resume is an online resume writing and career advancement services company here for you. Spark Your Resume specializes in resume enhancement, LinkedIn profile development, interview coaching, and career consulting. They help professionals from undergrad students to the executive level. They have helped over 120 clients land interviews and jobs at companies such as Apple, Facebook, Fiserv, Wells Fargo, PwC, Emory Healthcare, and more. They offer their number one seller to spark your career package, which includes a resume enhancement, LinkedIn profile development, personalized cover letter, messaging template so you get an introduction email template, cover letter template, and thank you letter template, along with a 45-minute tutorial on how to navigate LinkedIn effectively. You can also download their free interview guide at www.sparkyourresume.com forward slash interview dash guide. Visit their website at www.sparkyourresume.com to learn more about the company, services, and pricing. Spark Your Resume, helping real people obtain real results. That makes total sense, man. And you kind of led me to what, you know, how I see things, man. And it's, 
our brains respond in, in a couple ways, or this is the main way on how we pick up good habits or bad habits. Cue, response, craving, and reward, you know? And you gotta figure, it, the better you understand that, what triggers you and what doesn't trigger you, the more efficient you will be, right? And it also will help you stay motivated. So let's just say I do have 10 projects that I'm working on, right? And I'm, I'm stressed, I got no way around it. Well, I understand this, but how can I kind of make up for it on the back end? So whether it's going out to take myself to ice cream, right? Or getting a project done, taking little minute, little small breaks, right? Once I get done with this amount of project in the day, I'm gonna go around and I'm gonna go buy some ice cream to kind of treat myself with the hard work that I'm doing. So really just kind of go in there and they call it habit stacking. So what you would do is, you know, let's just say, I love playing video games, right? But I got an important priority to take care of. Well, you could do it in a couple of ways. You can play the games, but realize that as a result, I gotta go to knock out this important task or the vice versa, knock out the important task and then you can play the game later. And it make, and however, whatever motivates you the most, you can implement that into yourself. So really just kind of sitting in there and figuring out how can I tie my situations, my stressful situations to things that I like doing. And when you start doing that, man, you know, it's just, it's just a cart with a snowball. I'm already knowing, bro. That's, that's crazy, man. Um, man. Mastermind theory, bro. Like, yeah, man. You can, and you I actually learned that, um, you know, from people who are like, want to read books or the case may be. Uh, I learned that from uh, Atomic Habits. Very, bro, I have that book. Very solid book, man. Bro, very I, bro, solid I have book. so many books that I haven't even touched on, bro. Like, and I know they're good. And, yeah. I, and that's one thing I want to work on is just like, because this summer I was getting into reading more. But mm -hmm. when, I, when I really got heavy with, you know, getting in that full time and the past two months, yeah, you know, it's like managing the business. Like, I wake up, business, adobe. You know what I'm saying? Like, pot, like it's mm -hmm. just, I got to find time to get that at least 30 minutes in just to read a book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A day. Um, yeah. But now, nah, man, we got a we got a special request real quick. I know Mike just asked, can we talk about our biggest failures, man? We're gonna do this for Mike, man. Shout out to Mike. Go, hey, man, go watch the Mike Goody videos, man. Gosh, oh, man, that's a good question. Yeah. Um. But now, nah, if you want to go first, bro, I can I can tap in after you if you want to go first. I bet I have to think about that because there's a few right, situations, man, I got, so I got to think about that. Man, I got I got this one. I tell everybody, man. Um, it was a real bad failure. But not, I ain't gonna say too bad, but it was it was bad. So. At Georgia State, bro, like, man, my freshman year, you know, I was a walk-on at Georgia State, played cornerback, blah, 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 good stuff. It was a great time on the football team, all that good stuff. But I was I was doing everything but school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, doing everything but school. Bro. Yeah. Like, just, doing the, just doing the bare minimum, bro, like, to get by. Um, I think my GPA was, like, 2.4, bro. Like, and then I had, like, a 1.9 in the business school. Going into, like, trying to get into the Robinson College of Business, bro. Because you know you got to have the 2.8 GPA to get in. And that's like a, that's a B- minus at Georgia State. Yeah. So, bro, I was talking about I quit football 2017 spring. I walk Boy. out. Whew. Bro, I walk out, bro. I'm happy. I'm just like, bro, bro I just can't do it. It was like I had a full-time job and I wasn't getting rewarded for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I was like, man, I'm, you know, I'm smarter than this, bro. I, can, I don't need football, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can do it on my own. Uh, so that's what I did, bro. But I still had that 1.9. Yeah. And over those two years, I just wasn't focused on school. I was a smart kid. I just mm -hmm. did. I was just, you know, distraction. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, and then uh, 
I literally had um, a 1.9 GPA, bro, in the business school. Yeah. That summer, I had to retake three classes, bro. Like, three business classes. I think it was CIS, BUSA, uh, and macroeconomics or something. Bro, mm -hmm. I literally went on a hiatus from social media. Like, people thought I was dead, bro. Like, it was like, bro, what are you, like, yeah, I came back on social media after the summer. It was like, bro, where you been at, bro? I was like, yeah, I've been focused, bro. I've <laughs> living my life. <laughs> but I literally failed. Bro. I had a 1.9, bro. Like, I thought I wasn't going to get into the business school, bro. Like, and that's the only reason I came to Georgia State was like, I mean, football was an add-on, but I knew the business school was top tier, bro. You know what I'm saying? I had to go. Um, shout out to J-Mac, J though. You know, what I'm <laughs> they, they they breed 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 entrepreneurs, man. They, they do, man. They breed people. some awesome people. Yeah, but I had a 1.9. I flipped that around, uh, and I got into the business school. But even before that, bro, I got hired at SunTrust, bro. I, I got hired that. at SunTrust as a teller, bro. They never hit me back up to plot to to start the job. So mm -hmm. I'm talking, I'm broke all summer, bro. Thank God for my guy uh, Patrick. He let me work at his um parking lot throughout the summer. You know, just to keep some cash in my pocket, you know what I'm saying? But my goal was, I think God was just telling me, bro, like, focus on school. You have to get into the business school, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't uh, do yeah. anything else. I didn't do anything else, bro. I literally, I'm talking about, bro, I, think, I said, college is easy if you focus. I said, bro, I got all A's in three business classes, bro. Like, straight, I'm talking about A+. Plus. And all three, bro, I can show you my transcript, bro. Like, yes, I was, sir. I was too turnt, bro, you know what I'm saying? Um, but the biggest failure was like, bro, like me not realizing why this stuff was happening. You know what I'm saying? I I got, I was, you know, I was always looking for the bank job. I was trying to get into the finance industry. Thought yeah. I had SunTrust, SunTrust closed. They opened the door, but closed it quick, quick as hell, right? Closed it right, closed it right back. And then literally I, 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 I was about to flunk out of the business school, but I was about to change my whole major, bro. Like. If I didn't get into the to Robinson, what was I going to do? You know, yeah. what I'm saying? That's, that's the only reason I came to school, bro, was to be a be in the business school. Only reason yeah. I came to Georgia State. And then, but the good thing about it was, bro, God, you got to be patient, bro. This is a testimony, bro. Testing, bringing y'all to church right now. But man, I literally got hired at Bank of America, bro. And they paid uh, me. I remember that. I remember bro, that. I'm talking about I'm 20 years old, bro. Got a teller job at Bank of America paying me 15. They called me 15. I said, 15 hours? <laughs> what? I'm finna make the most of this. Bro, I was too hyped, bro. Like, I'm talking about, I'm, I literally, I remember this day like it was yesterday. I'm going into Planet Fitness, bro. I get a call. I'm like, who is this calling me at eight? So I answer. It's like, hey, this is Leander. This is Tiffany, blah, blah, blah. I remember my manager name and everything. Tiffany, I was like, yeah, we want to offer you the job at Bank of America. I'm like, Bet. Bet. So a, Say no bro, more. Best, bro, <laughs> best workout I had. So I'm pumping, pumping, pumping on it, bro. Like, bro, ugh, 315 about ugh, 10 times. Man, what? I'm getting to it, bro. I did. It came, it came literally right after I got all A's that semester. Like, it, it just, it all came to fruition, bro. I stayed, I stayed hungry. I remained patient. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't let the son trust job. I, it got to me, but I was like, I'm a trusting guy. You know what I'm saying? Get get, get these grades because I need this. And then he blessed me with the job right after. I was like, man, this is crazy. Like, I was talking about like a week after, bro, got the job. What? Week, a week after summer classes, bro, I started like August 15th. Right right before the semester, right before the yeah. uh, 
fall semester of 2017 started, bro. Got a job paying 15 an hour. Got into the business school. Done with football. Like, everything was like, all right, I got a clean slate. I'm falling. You know what I'm saying? Now we about to start getting into these internships. We about to start networking. I'm about to get involved on campus. You know, more than I was already. It was like, all right, bro, you're getting your, you're getting your stuff together, man. It's time to really get active. And, bro, when I tell you that was a change, that was a transitional phase for me at Georgia State, bro, from there. A lot of transition at the state. Bro, bro. from there, it was they will make up. you do it. It was only up from there, bro. But I think the lesson out of that, bro, is to stay patient and stay hungry and know your re know your why, bro, because I knew why I wanted the I knew why I wanted the job as a teller because I knew that would give me the opportunity to work at financial industries at a young age. Bro, you going to the bank now, bro? You don't see tellers that's 20. I'm talking about most of the people I worked with, bro, was like 25 at minimum. You know what wow. I'm saying? So and some of them 30, 40 in the bank. You know, bankers, like, that's this they, this they full-time gig. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, me being there, you know, really just kind of gave me some insights on, like, how people, how the bank operated. Uh, what was the, you know, the, the demographics of working as a teller, working as a banker, where I wanted to be. It taught me what I didn't want to do as well, because mm -hmm. a teller job is no joke. But at the same time, bro, it was like, Man, bro, I just stayed patient. I stayed hungry, bro, and it, and I reaped the benefits of doing that, bro, and also knowing, like, having pure intentions on why I wanted the job and why I needed to get into the business school. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just, oh, because I just wanted to. You know what I'm saying? I had a real reason behind it, and I think yeah. that's what comes in. I think that's what's important with uh, when setting goals, bro, is, like, knowing your reason why, man, because it'll, it'll most definitely take you far. It definitely take you far. Yeah, man. I say kind of like... <clears throat> Same thing for me. I kind of had, I've I, I faced quite a bit of failures, especially like early, early on, even before college. But the one that, you know, really resonates with me the most is what happened in college. Like I came in freshman year, I had an idea of what I wanted to do, yeah. but I didn't realize the work that I needed to put in to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just living life, going around the city because I'm not from the city. So me just being, see, I'm like, man, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? Just be involved yep. everywhere. Yeah. So eventually, you know, after freshman year was over with, I did not get the grades that I won. I think it was like a 2.8 I ended up with freshman year. <clears throat> Man, I looked at numbers hard. hard. I looked at them <laughs> eye to eye. I was just like, bro, this does not reflect me at all. So that whole summer, I'm literally just in the gym. Like, people came back and saw I was, you know, a lot swollen than what I was, you know, at the time. I was in the gym. I was just constantly just facing myself, like, why am I having this problem? Why is my mind racing? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a lot more calm now, but at the time, you know, my mind's racing. I'm just all over the place. The and eventually I got to the point where I was just doing the research, like just trying to figure myself out. And I was just like, you know what? I need to understand what am I doing this all for? I understood I want, where I wanted to be, you know, eventually run businesses, you know, do a, a ton of numerous things. But I started to realize it's going to take some work to get there. And like I told you, my one of the th models that I live by is, you know, nothing worth having comes easy. Oh, and yeah. when I changed my mindset to that, I just started accomplishing right off the gates. As soon as sophomore year started, 4.0 GPA. Then after that, I got involved with, um, with, diff with, with different organizations, fraternities, whatever the case may be, and really just thought about, okay, this is what I need to do to get here. First, I need to achieve this first. Next, I need to achieve this. And then three, I need to achieve this. After that, literally, following summer, I'm going in straight looking for offers, whatever the case may be. 
boom, long story short, I'm with Deloitte, whatever the case may be. So really just sitting there, I really had to change my mindset and saying, hey, nothing worth having comes easy. So you really got to buckle down and focus, you know? And that's one of the that's one of the things that I had to really learn that really resonates me with me to this day. So, yeah, no. man. Hey, man, that's what's up, bro. We got one more question. This is actually a good one. What was your, what was your worst success? In other words, what's something you succeeded at that you feel Ooh, like? That's you a really good question, man. Yeah, hey, I'm feeling heat right now. <laughs> Hold up. Hey, who was that? I might have to like, man. Mm. I think about that one a little bit. <laughs> Um, that's a What's good question. I, my worst success, bro. That's a good question, bro. Um, man, I know I'm even lie. I have to think about a, a particular circumstance, but I will say this right here. I used to talk a lot. Like I used to talk a lot, right? And yeah. I'm talking about I would be to the point. And one of the problems that people used to say about me, like I'm assertive, but I didn't know how to use that assertive nature. So I might have a conversation with you. And you're not telling me no, no, no other way. You know, I'm going to always prove my point, this, that, and third. I will be good at winning the arguments. Be good at winning the arguments. And then one day, I remember, I wasn't trying to hear. I think I was training somebody. You know, I was a friend with them. But, you know, at the same time, I just was like, you know, whatever. So I told them, hey, you know, if you're not going to put in the work, just go somewhere else. And, you know, it didn't resonate with them at all like that. But I realized if I had had listened, you know, say I won the argument and, you know, prove my point, whatever the case may be, but it wasn't worth it. You know what I'm saying? And that can translate to all areas of life. Just listen. Just listen. You know, a lot of times it feels good. It strokes your ego that you won an argument. But I just had to learn to listen, you know, and be patient. With that. That's the only thing I can think of. I'll try to think of some more, you know, as we talk. But that's yeah. one thing that really stood out to me. I think, bro... Honestly, um, I kind of thought of one real quick. I think one that I kind of want to touch on, I think winning, like, there's multiple scenarios where I won, like, different competitions and, like, karate. Um, But but I think I want to put this in a, take y'all to get a little background real quick. I I got a black belt in Taekwondo. Oh, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So, Learn something every day. Yeah, bro. I was like, I think I was like 12 when I got it. It was really young. But I used to, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, man, I'm, kick, bro. I'm chopping folks up, bro. And like, I think it kind of gave me a big head. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That I was just the best at everything I did. Um, and I could all, I'm not I'm just better than other people. Blah blah blah, right? Um, but to to cut a story short, you know, <laughs> I think that <laughs> I think that if I would have failed, you know, what I'm saying like not receive all of those trophies for winning yeah. those competitions, I think it would have humbled me enough to know that you're not better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get it twisted; there are levels to life. I do firmly believe there's levels to life and the people that put in the work to reach those levels do reserve to reap those benefits. Absolutely. But I would, but now that I've grown wiser, I don't look down on anybody and I'm very like, I'm less just mental now. Like I'm not judging you for the things you do. You know what I'm saying? To the point where, I mean, it's, it's human instinct to judge, you know, 
first nature, right? That's not what I'm saying. But if you decide to make a decision to do with your life, that has nothing to do with me, right? Now, if you're my friend you're, or homie, whatever, you're close to me, I'm going to let you know if I support that decision or not. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's your life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I think losing some of those competitions would have humbled me enough at a, at a young age, right, mm -hmm. to even be more successful later down the line. Because I've, people always say, oh, yeah, he's so cocky, you know what I'm saying? think you know everything. And, like, I didn't really realize it. I thought it was just, you know, just me being me. And I had to take some reflection, bro, to really try to, you know, calm that down, right? I didn't want to come mm -hmm. off as cocky to people, but I do want to be confident in my capabilities and skill sets, right? Yeah. Because um, I know what value I can bring to the world. I don't think that's cocky. I think it's just knowing what knowing your value, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think what, what brought me cocky, what made people think I was cocky because they thought I was better than other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that might have transpired for me always getting what I wanted and winning at certain things that I wish I probably would have failed at early on, you know? Um, so I think that's probably one of my success stories that I wish I would have failed at uh, because it taught me a lot. Um, I think it would have taught me a lot when it comes to when it comes to winning at life um, and being humble, right? And not thinking that you're above everybody else. But yeah, man, um, I think I lost Terry for a minute, but I think that's one of my, that's one of the stories that I would kind of go off of when it comes to what's my probably best success story um, that I wish I failed. Because I think that's a very humbling experience. Um, here we go. That's a very humbling experience, man. It's no one win. There we go. I don't know what just happened. Nah, you good. I was just saying this, it was a humbling experience, man, to know that, uh, to really reflect on, you know, what people were saying um, mm -hmm. and not, you know, taking it into consideration, right? Uh, but not maybe not necessarily believing everything that people say to you, right? Mm -hmm. But knowing that, okay, maybe I can adjust to where I am I am coming off a little bit cocky to people, you know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. I can readjust and not think that I'm better than everybody else uh, because I'm not, bro, at the end of the day. I think we're all equal at the same, I know, but there is different levels to life and certain people <laughs> reap more benefits than others. That's just the reality of it. But I would never uh, believe somebody's lower than me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. On that, it's really just like I don't know. Another thing that I had a problem with was like I don't know. Um, somewhere between it's like, like you said, just kind of having to be real with yourself, check yourself, you know, and and taking accountability for it. You know, that was something that I had to learn too from situations where that costed me. Where you know, on the, on the short term, you know, things may have seemed to turn out fine for me, but long term, it kind of, you know did his damage or played his part in whatever that's happened in my life, you know? And I really just had to learn that, be accountable. You know, if, if I, if I, if I messed up on something or, if, you know, if I'm in the wrong, if I'm too aggressive or, you know, I did something wrong, whatever the case may be, and I'm getting onto it, you know, maybe I am doing something wrong and really just take, look back and say, Hey, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? You know, and just taking a real assessment of yourself, you know? Oh yeah, bro. It's, 
it takes a lot out of someone, bro, to to own up to what they've done wrong, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's what really makes great leaders when you yeah. can own up to your 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 own responsibilities, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and it also hold other people accountable too. So, mm -hmm. you know, you got to have those tough conversations, right, um, with yourself and with others. And I think that's what builds great leaders. I think that's what builds great people. Um, I think that's what's going to build a greater society because we try to avoid those hard conversations with other people that need to be had. And it's leaving room for ambiguity with people's feelings, people's ideas, people's concerns, to where yeah. nobody really knows uh, the foundation of the, of, the, of the topic. Yeah, it says, what was the hardest decision you ever have, have to make? You want to start with that one or you want me to start with this one? or You can go ahead. What's this, this hardest decision I have ever had to make? Hmm. What was the hardest decision I ever had to make? That's um, a tough one, bro. I mean, that's a tough one. I would say, hmm. Hardest decision? Uh, hardest decision that I ever had to make that I can think of right at this moment in time. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good one, but it, it's very broad too because it's a lot of different decisions you got to make. Yeah, you know is it, if, if, so, if you could provide like a little specifics. I'm going to say about, entrepreneurship. You said yours entrepreneurship? I'm going to say, no, no, I'm going to say in entrepreneurship life. So yeah. being a business owner, what's the hardest decision I had to make? Um, I say give, actually give him some options, like a life one, maybe like a life. I was going to say, let me do a life one too. Yeah, because I so think he a wants life to one, A life one? Mm, that's so tough. It is tough. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about a couple tough. decisions, but um, I would say it at a point it may have been hard, but eventually at some point in time it really started not to be hard. But changing my circle, Ooh. changing my circle was one. And I remember that's I, a good one, bro. I still have some good friends in my hometown, but bro. for the most part, um, that was when I really started learning to let go of like different friendships. Maybe even relationships, just oh. different things that, or just even things that's happened to me or in my life, just let go, let oh. go, you know. That's and it was hard at first, like you know, some people, you know, they have certain things running at the back of their head twenty four seven, just thinking about reoccurrences of something, or um, they got a friend group that's not really putting them nowhere where they need to be, and they end up and it end up costing them. I remember when I left from Florida, I remember I told myself, man, I'm going to actually change the group, the friend group that I have so I can, you know, be, be somewhere else in life. Because the saying holds true, man, you know, birds of a feather flock together. You know, the people that you hang around, if you show me five friends, I'll show you your life. That stuff is real. That stuff is oh, very yeah. real. So I, oh, yeah. I started to become very intentional with the friendships that I make, you know, or just the situations sure. that I'm in. Like I said, learn and let go. Some people, a lot of people, one of the problems that I see today is people don't know how to let go of the problems. Like, you know, maybe the ex that they have, right? That's a perfect example. They got this girl, this guy that they've been dealing with. And, you know, it, it, it's hard to let go. You know, not going to lie about that. But you have to, you know, you got to leave it to the side. And that applies to everything else in life. You know, as you start to learn to move forward, you create more room. When you let go of the baggage, you create more room for you to explore, get through life, whatever the case may be. It's literally like a weight. If the weight is on you, you're not going to be able to fly. That's literally all that is. Man, bro, you hit on the nail, bro. Like, that's 
That's that's it, right? But everybody, that that's the next episode, right there. Bro. Yeah, letting go, man. Letting man. go. I tell people, let letting go. go. Choosing choosing your friends, choosing yeah, your network bro. wise. The having a solid network, bro. Yeah, bro. And you know, it's another thing I want to mention on that. You know how I used to, I was just thinking the other day, man. My mind used to race. I'm always thinking about a million decisions, just kind of anxious, whatever the case may be. Ever since I started learning how to let go. Not too much goes through my mind because I don't I don't hold the little things or the case be as a priority. It doesn't bother me anymore. You know, and that's all your ego doing is you bringing forth, you know, issues that you have. And your, your ego is a survival mechanism. So anything that's going on, it's going to think about it. And you have to realize that you don't want to psych yourself out, you know, let go, you know, take care of whatever situation you may have. Yes, but let go, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, you hit on the nail, man. Hey, man, it's another great episode of the Spark Your Success podcast. This is Wisdom Wednesday, man. We are live yes, every every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Episode man. Six. Me and Ted are coming with the gems. Uh, most definitely hit us up if you got some topics you'd like to hear <sighs> from us. Um, we are, our DMs are open for sure. Yeah, we're going to um, drop a QA, just, you know, just kind of gauge y'all's mindsets. You know, what do you guys want to hear? What's a pressing issue that you guys have? Yeah, man. Let us know. Let us know. Comment on the post. Hit our DM. Hit Terry or myself. Don't matter. Um, but nah, man. Terry, let, let the people know where they can find you, man. Man, y'all can find me on IG. You know, T-L-Y-N-R-9-8 -R on Instagram. Or you guys can add me on LinkedIn. Terry Robinson. T-E-R-R-Y. Last name Robinson. R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. You know, yes, feel free to hit me up and we can chat. Yeah, man. Mastermind Terry back at it again. Back at <laughs> man, that's it. all you, man. Trying to get like you. <laughs> nah, man. That's all you, bro. That's all you, man. Appreciate you joining, bro. I'm about to wrap it up. All right, man. Be safe. All right. Peace. Yeah, man. Another great episode. Uh, Wisdom Wednesday. This is the Spark Your Success podcast. I'm your host, Leander Howard II, founder and CEO of Sparky Resume. We are an online resume writing and career advancement services company, helping real people obtain real results. Um, the Sparky Success Podcast, man, we dive into entrepreneurship, career advancement, life segments. Um, we just highlight on different topics every week on Wisdom Wednesdays, me, me and myself, well, me and Terry. Um, Join us on Instagram Live, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, every Wednesday to hear some new gems each week. Most definitely hit me up if you want to, if you have any topics or discussions um, that we can kind of tap into. Um, we're always looking for new things to talk about, so that's most definitely open. You can hit my DMs or Terry DMs, doesn't matter. Um, but nah, man, this is the Spark Your Success podcast. We are live on Spotify and Apple. I did just drop a, a free ebook. Um, the interview process and how to prepare for an interview, which is live on my website, www.sparkyresume.com forward slash interview dash guide. That is www.sparkyresume.com forward slash interview dash guide. Free download. Um, go ahead and get your guide. Prepare for those interviews. Love. Lee, we'll see y'all next week. Peace.